0: Today on Sharp Scratch, you'll learn who's off limits when it comes to dating, how renal physiology can ruin your chances of romance, and whether you should put that you're a doctor on your Tinder profile. You're listening to Sharp Scratch, episode 10, the dating life of a new doctor. This is a podcast brought to you by the BMJ and sponsored by Medical Protection, where we get a bunch of medical students, junior doctors and expert guests all together in the same room to talk about all those topics that you need to know to be a good medical student or junior doctor, but that you won't really learn at medical school. I'm Lara Nunez-Mulder, and I'm the editorial scholar at the BMJ, and this is my last episode recorded while I'm still an editorial scholar.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: In a few weeks' time, I'm off back to the University of Cambridge to start fifth year of medicine. Um, hopefully, I'll still be part of Sharp Scratch though. Yeah. Um, and uh, speaking of Sharp Scratch regulars, we've still we've um, we've got our wonderful Declan here today. Would you introduce yourself? I'm the wonderful Declan. Um. <laughs> and uh, didn't you just kick off this morning because I put medical student on your badge and say, Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, respect me. I'm Doctor Murphy now. <laughs> <laughs> and I've got a little surprise to you, Declan. We've got Raihan on the phone. Oh my god, Raihan <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hi guys, Uh, so my name's Raihan, I'm a fourth year medical student, about to start my intercalation. Uh, Currently I'm on my medical elective abroad in Vietnam, so I'm not actually in the studio, I'm calling from Vietnam.
0: Raihan, I want to come back to you in just a moment and hear everything about your elective, so don't go anywhere. I'm also delighted to have with us in the studio someone who's come in today with high recommendations from our regular panellist, Chidera. So would you like to introduce yourself, Chidera's friend?
1: <laughs> Hi. <laughs> She's going to love that I've been introduced as Chidera's friend. Um, my name's De Volker. Um, I am a junior doctor, uh, an F1 in Northwest London. Um, I went to the University of Leeds. Um, and yeah, I'm really happy to be here today. And what makes you such an expert on dating? <laughs> leading question um, I all of my mates at med school will say I was really boring at med school like I did not date at all until my final year um, and then I don't know I guess I moved to London new change was exciting to meet new people so um, yeah my work friends and my med school friends have very different opinions of me nowadays <laughs> they're like mm-hmm. you Um but no, it's it's a great way to meet new people and yeah. So Declan, hopefully we're going to help you go undergo the same transformation.
3: Oh, <laughs> Thank <up>, you. You <laughs> don't <sound> excited at all.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Raihan, how is it going?
2: Good, good. How are you guys?
0: Yeah, doing doing <laughs> really well. Man. We miss you a lot, a lot. Tell me everything. Where have you been? <laughs>
2: So, so far, I've been to Canada, Costa Rica, Colombia, Hong Kong, L.A. Right now I'm in Vietnam and I'm going to end off in Malaysia. And then that's it. That's back home. Finally, good back to proper food. I can't wait to have my mum's curry and rice just waiting for me at home.
0: Oh, Raihan, that is so wholesome. What's been, What's been like the best day or best event of your whole travel so far
2: i don't know if there's a best event but in hong kong um woke up very early to do tai chi in the morning with the locals in a park yeah i I quite like that
3: wow that sounds cool i saw you in l.a though i was like how is i was stalking your instagram and i was like how is this guy (laughs) on a on his med elective when he's in l.a looking at the hollywood sign i was like doesn't seem to be much medicine going (laughs) on if i'm honest (laughs)
2: <laughs> there's a lot of weekend traveling
0: have you done much medicine have you learned has, have you seen any anything that perhaps you wouldn't have seen back at home
2: yeah so in vietnam um i've managed to observe a lot of surgery so like cardiothoracic surgery neurosurgery and to see that they have really advanced machine like da vinci machines and stuff in an open heart surgery in vietnam is quite a surprise to me because when I went to Africa, they, in Ghana, the biggest hospital, one of the biggest hospitals in Ghana, they didn't have, they didn't have the ability to do open heart surgery. So to, for them to be able to do that in Vietnam was a big shock to me.
0: Man, that just sounds so incredible. I'm so glad to hear and have an amazing time, but I'm also really glad to hear that at least your mum's curry is going to draw you back to the UK. <laughs>
2: exactly, exactly.
0: Well, I'm glad we'll be seeing you again uh, come September, but we miss you, Raihan, <laughs> but we'll see you soon.
2: Bye for now. See you.
0: Yeah, uh, see you. See you, Raihan. Bye. See bye. Bye. you again. Bye.
2: Bye-bye.
0: So two weeks ago, we talked about keeping your relationship alive over the transition to becoming a doctor. But what if you're not in a relationship? What if you are single and ready to mingle? <laughs> what if you're totally keen? <laughs> 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 for the dating scene oh my god <laughs> did you google these or did no, it take you a while to come up with <laughs> yeah okay i just it, i took a few moments in front of the computer to come up with them before this episode anyway but um but enough about laughing at me declan you're single right
3: Um, not unfortunately am i meant to say
0: i am no
3: from like a month ago no <laughs> for the last six seven years yeah
0: so Are you serious?
3: I am, I'm sorry.
0: Do you not realise that the entire premise of this episode is to get your dating life sorted out?
3: I do, but she asked me out, I didn't ask her out, so it's not really <laughs> my fault. That.
1: Couldn't say no. <laughs> no let's not This is, This
0: is so... <laughs> this is so inconsiderate, Declan. I'm
3: sorry, I'm sorry. Are you serious? I can just pretend I'm single, it's fine.
0: So I... <laughs> Do you think she'll appreciate that? I think she'll
3: be all right. I'll speak to her afterwards.
0: <laughs> all right. So so I did. I went behind your back a few weeks ago. And I, did you? And I, that wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> and I went and talked <laughs> to your housemate, Andy. And he, oh, did uh, you actually? Yeah, oh, I, actually, no. I actually went and talked to Andy. I did, actually, 100% did. Uh, and he, uh, uh, he wrote to me. He wrote to me. I he did. Right me. He wrote nice. to me, I think his love of medicine comes before his love life. He hasn't had a long-term relationship, having been at uni. A few strings here and there. <laughs>
1: Just a few. so you're telling me Thanks, you've got the entire
0: university with no relationships just a few strings just a few, here a and there few strings apparently, yeah. <laughs> and then now a couple of weeks before this episode you you I hook know. up someone i'm sorry in a more serious way that is really disappointing no. i'm really disappointed in you Declan. but go on then go on tell us about her oh what really um she asked you out how? how'd you guys meet
1: who is she? Friend, <laughs> friend of a friend. Oh, standard.
3: Aye. Um, she did business. <laughs> um,
0: so is she working now? She's got brown she just
3: hair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she's smaller than me, which, although most people probably haven't seen how tall I am, is quite a difficult uh, thing. So that's always nice. Um, what else?
1: How's it been going for the last month?
3: <laughs> it's been going swim- swimmingly. <laughs> I've been away. To, to be fair. I've been away for two and a half weeks of it, travelling. So.
1: Do you think that's why it's going swimming? <laughs> wait, wait,
3: wait. I refuse to comment. I'll have to speak to my lawyers before I answer that question.
0: So, so do you reckon it's gonna it's gonna last, or do you reckon you'll be soon needing the advice from this episode about how to do I dating can't. as a new doctor? Yeah, she
3: might listen to this. I can't say it. no. I think it, I think. It could I mean, do you last. have good vibes about it? I do you think reckon? it could last, but you know, a bit of advice here and there is always useful. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, you best hope she does not listen to me. <laughs> <it. laughs> well, in any case, you, at least you can go back and listen to the episode from two weeks ago where we talked about how to keep your relationship yeah. alive in this transition that you're about to go through. This transition? Yeah, yeah. to becoming a doctor. Oh, okay. right? I yeah. thought you meant from being single to... Uh, well, <laughs> <someone. laughs> no, to... From, uh, you know, when you become a doctor, things are going to become really tricky for you, Declan. So I'm mm. sure you're aware. So, yeah, um, you can listen back to that episode about relationships, and you'll get loads of really good talk tips, you for right? Your advice. Yeah, good. But anyway, so it looks like we're going to be sorting Raihan out. So oh, bollocks, of course. Yeah, Raihan's Raihan single. Yeah, Raihan oh, is single. Yeah, serious, yeah. Then? He um he was, but um I hope you don't mind him, me telling you this. He was happy to tell us himself, but I forgot to ask him. Um, so he uh he was dating someone uh that unfortunately it had to end. Um, yeah, they I were both, the yeah. Thing. He told us about it a couple of me- couple of weeks ago mm. at lunch, didn't he? Um, and yeah, they were both. They both reckoned it could go somewhere, but just other other like pressures on them meant that they couldn't really stay together. So unfortunately, he is single now. So. Declan, seeing as you've betrayed us, by, <laughs> by the way, and all joking aside, I'm happy for you, mate. Like oh, it sounds no, like a good thank thing. Thank
3: you so much. That means
0: so much <laughs> 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 All right. Well, you know, yeah. I'm holding out an olive olive branch here, mate. <laughs> thank you. Um, so you know that is, it does sound like a good thing. Um, but you know, at least at least we've got um, at least we can be uh, using this episode to get some advice together for Raihan yeah, I'm sure he'll be listening back to it. this episode well, a bit uh, later. Do you reckon, Declan? Come on. I'm <laughs> joking. I'm joking. He you
3: might have you. a holiday He's romance. In Ellie
1: and wherever. Exactly.
0: Thanks to everyone who got in touch with us on social media to share your hilarious slash awkward stories about dating. Um, and if you missed those call-outs on social media, then you just got to start following us. We're BMJ Student on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And you'll hear of more opportunities to get involved in the future. Um, but before we hear all those awkward stories from our l- wonderful listeners, how about you, Devolka? What's been your most awkward date? <laughs>
1: um, I To not throw myself under the bus, where not tell you anything too awkward... <laughs> But I was um, saying before, and I've told some of my friends this... Sometimes when you date as a doctor, you get a bit complacent. So you kind of end up going to the same places over and over again because it's easy to get to, you know, it's going to take you a certain time. Um, Also, you start to realize that your time is really precious. Mm -hmm. So if you're going somewhere and the company's not great, you at least want to know that, like, you're drinking good wine. (laughs) You know the ambiance is good. Um, So I tend to take a lot of my dates to the same wine bar in Soho. I tend to go there so often that that the waiters do know me. Um, And despite sitting in different places every time, some of them do tend to notice that I'm on a date. What they don't tend to notice is that I'm on a date with a different person. So I did have one guy come up to me and uh, just say, like, oh guess the first date must have gone really well. You guys are back again. And I was literally like head under the table. Like, <laughs> you must have me confused. And he was like, no, no, definitely saw you here last week. Um, so that date did not go well. No, no second date there. <laughs> oh, second date. Well, I mean, how do you come back from that? What, what really? was the guy like?
3: Um, I assume it's a guy actually. Sorry. Guy, girl. It yeah, was a guy. Attention.
1: It was a guy. But yes, it is correct not to assume. Um, but uh he was really nice. He worked in finance, as I guess a lot of people He's in London, London do. There. It's very ambiguous what what they actually do. <laughs> um but I think he really liked the sound of his own voice anyway, did so he? probably wasn't gonna go back Ooh. there. Maybe maybe the waiter did me a favor, maybe he just saw I wasn't exactly. enjoying it and was yeah, like yeah, and <laughs> Got you back there.
0: <laughs> so the wine's good and also the waiters have you back.
1: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> How about awkward stories that have got something to do with being a doctor? So I have a friend who is an F1. Um, when he graduated med school, he was dating a girl and they then broke up for various reasons, um, but ended up working at the same hospital. Um she wanted something more he wasn't i think it was too much water under under the bridge so he started dating somebody else um also an f1 at the same hospital those two girls now work on the same firm um so obviously see each other quite a lot that's brutal um and the other day they all unfortunately attended a medical emergency together so it was uh Three of them, <laughs> unstable patient. <laughs> <laughs> he was there, like trying to do chest compressions with his girlfriend and his ex-girlfriend <laughs> in the same room. Oh, ouch! Um, lots of and, eye contact, I imagine. Yeah, oh, lots of awkward all- oh, eye contact. Dear. But on a more serious level, it's. I mean, you've got to be careful with your how your relationships affect patient safety. Mm. But hopefully, it's a learning point, and for anybody listening. <laughs> I'm not saying don't date your colleagues. I'm just saying, be careful about dating your colleagues. Was the patient okay in that story? Oh, yes. As far as I'm aware, yeah, the patient was fine.
3: So what do you think the most challenging thing about dating as a first year doctor is?
1: I think a lot of it is time management. And like I said before, when you're at med school, you've got I mean, you might disagree with me, but you do have all the time in the world to do stuff. Um, <laughs> but
0: <laughs> Declan's got a massive chip on his shoulder. <laughs> just-
3: the most hardworking <laughs> just- student we know. I've just had finals. It's still the pain. It's
1: still, <laughs> still fresh in your mind. Yeah. But trying to balance making new friends at your new hospital and spending time with them and socialising with them and then saying, oh, one night a week or oh, one night every two weeks, I'm going to go out and... Date someone new, it's quite a lot, and yeah. I think a lot of your social activities this sounds like a hardship, I guess it's not, but a lot of your social activities. Are alcohol related, so you're always going for drinks with different people. Um, which I mean, obviously, I, so I, I don't drink, but I'm still allowed to socialise, right? Yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. just- <laughs> no, no, <laughs> But unless yeah, you're yeah, buying yeah. tap water, it's also expensive. It's so, yeah, very Yeah, yeah. So. That- <laughs> Put that on your Tinder profile. Also, yeah. um, is that how you met? All <laughs>
3: How did you meet all these guys?
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, there's so many apps out there. There's like Bumble, Hinge.
3: Have you got them all?
1: Tinder's (laughs) 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 Tinder's a bit of a dodgy one, so I haven't got that one. So do you you Um, actually put that you're a doctor in your dating profile? So I have, yeah. Mm, Um, And I think, but I think sometimes it's kind of good to just get out of the way. And I feel like this works in different ways because sometimes people are really interested and they will message you, being like oh, so you're a doctor, what do you do? But sometimes when you start talking about it, you hear them figuratively on message freaking out. <laughs> um, and so sometimes it does end conversations quite quickly because you say you're a doctor and then you ask what they do and they just never reply. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, that's um, kind of fine, isn't it? So, Even yeah, it? I yeah. don't know.
3: I used to have Tinder, but I never put that I was a med student. Really, Declan? Because it seems
0: like something you're really proud of. <laughs> what? being a med student yeah, shut up
3: No, I know. keep it on the download I think people can judge you if you say you're a med student or something I mean you, come on
0: everyone like there's that everyone joke, you anyway like, exactly yeah. people always say that med students it's well, like the it, first thing you say when you meet someone right? yeah,
3: yeah but they'll think you're either like a dick and like totally avoid you or be impressed by it and then those aren't the kind of people you want either so I was just I was just left it out for my first like first and second year of uni uh lied and said I did like history of arts or so whatever. You I lied know.
1: on dates. As or
3: saying, just
1: in general. No but, like, we're like well, I mean normally me at a club or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I wouldn't say I'm a med student straight up. So hang on a sec, but Andy, your housemate said the love of your life that the love of your life is medicine. But you had Tinder? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you got to really Betraying the love something. of your life? <laughs> Medicine doesn't always it's, come Yeah,
3: You're making me sound sadder than I actually am. <laughs> I, have, <laughs> is she? I have a little bit of a is life she? as well, you know. <laughs> yeah, okay,
0: Yeah, well, I mean, it sounds like you went clubbing a bit.
3: <laughs> so just a quick question. So do your rotors ever make it really difficult to meet up with people outside of work?
1: Yeah, they can do. And especially if it is someone that you have been talking to on an app um, and your next free. Date is like two weeks from yeah. now, yeah. but I mean that fizzles real well, fast. Like if you're on nights or something, yeah, like that, I yeah. So it it can be really difficult. Yeah, it tends to be like you don't date for a really long time whilst you've got a intense block and then you squeeze them all all into like no wonder the waiters recognize
3: (laughs) you you're at the same place three times in a day I personally haven't done
1: this but I do have a friend who has stacked three dates in a day she did like that sounds exhausting
3: coffee at 11 I could not be bothered with that exactly
1: exactly
3: you mentioned that kind of it's difficult to actually organize the days to begin with and you mentioned night shifts Have you ever turned up to a date completely just exhausted?
1: Yeah, I think sometimes you don't realise how tired you are because you're just kind of running on, oh, I need to get to this place at this time. And then you get to this uh, like dimly lit environment, and you have a glass <laughs> of wine, and then they're talking, and you're just not paying attention to what they're saying. Um, you you so, sound like a great date. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I am a cold. riot on a date. <laughs> um, not all the time, but every now and again, yeah, it is a little bit. It's tiring, and then you get home late as well because mm. you can't just walk home in london like well, you've got yeah, to get the yeah, tube true. and yeah. by the time you get back it's like 11 30 and you've got to be yeah. up at six the next day to work so, the oh, next day yeah it that. is yeah dates on oh, a school well. night it's difficult
0: all right so we're gonna hear some of the awkward stories from our listeners uh, but crazy.
4: that will be right after this how much do you care about indemnity right now probably not a lot You're still a few years away from really worrying about claims and complaints from patients. But being part of medical protection is about a lot more than just indemnity. We can be there if something goes wrong, but we're also here to help make sure things go right too. We're the only medical defence organisation that protects doctors all over the world. From London to Brisbane, Cork to Cape Town, 300,000 members benefit from our expert advice and support throughout their career. During your years at medical school, your membership is completely free. You'll get training resources that can help you become an even better doctor, plus a dedicated student team there for you when you need it most. And when it comes to your elective, you can trust in our international experience to protect you wherever you choose to go. It's no wonder that 90% of medical students in the UK choose to be part of Medical Protection. You can find out more at medicalprotection.org.
0: All right. Back to the show. So next up in our awkward stories is Alyssa Stroud, who's just started a second year of being a doctor or a resident in the U.S. Uh, and I asked her whether she's noticed whether her dates treat her differently when they learn that she's a doctor.
4: I think guys either are really uh, excited about it and think it's very cool or uh, they're kind of put off by having somebody who may be a little bit um, in a like highly educated position. So examples of both, um, I remember one of my first dates, which I I probably shouldn't have done, but I spent the whole date because he asked me like exciting things about surgeries and I spent the whole like date drawing like uh, the renal physiology or the renal anatomy for like a renal transplant. (laughs) And uh, he pretended to, to seem very interested, um, but there was no second date, so I, I don't think he thought it was cool.
3: <laughs> oh, I, do- I definitely wouldn't be able to draw real physiology
1: <laughs> after a few drinks. <laughs> what is this? He must have been so intimidated. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, that and also, was... it could have been really gory. Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> well, no, I actually, this isn't a personal dating story, but I was at lunch with a friend, and um, on the table next to us, there was a guy who was clearly on a date with a girl. Um, And I was trying not to listen to the conversation, but his voice was so loud and the table was so close. Um, And all I heard him say was, um, yeah, well, if people don't look sick when they come into the ED, I just send them home. And I was like, what? (laughs) Um, And he was obviously a doctor, Of some kind, I guess ACCS because he was. What does ACCS um, mean? ACCS is like the um, anaesthetics and emergency department training pathway. Oh sure. Sorry, just med student here. I don't really know any (laughs) of the career words. Um, But he talked for an hour and a half solid about medicine, and he was like describing different kinds of anaesthetics to this girl he was showing her <laughs> pictures on his phone and like she looked really into it mm-hmm. but I, w- I turned to my friend and I was like if I ever turn into that guy yeah. please please just shoot me like yeah. you can't <laughs> it it was stressful to listen to so my I goodness. think you don't realise you're doing it Yeah. but other people listening in might just think it's mm. a bit mm.
0: Mm. So Declan I mean with the love of your life being medicine and all that are you not a little bit worried that you're going to be talking your wonderful new partner out of your dates with all this great <laughs> no, information not. you learned from your finals. First of all, I don't
3: know physiology well enough to to describe it on a date or anything about <laughs> medicine well enough. So I'd probably be. I don't
0: know. I have, I have good memories of uh, you in episode two. Was it? Just, you know how to refer a patient, describing in great detail what to do. With that was with just the finals.
3: It? It's all gone out of my head now. Though, mm, so
0: oh yeah, mm, mm, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No. I, I'm actually a bit more interested in more than I think you appreciate <laughs> as well. <laughs> like, you've got what? You've got a bigger range of things to talk about yeah, than plastic yeah. surgery or whatever it is that you're interested <laughs>
1: in doing your career. I like music, right? <laughs> Everybody <laughs> likes music, don't you? Yeah. <laughs>
3: this is when I'm now trying to think about what's actually interested about me and there's not a huge amount, to the, be honest. The
0: quiff's fairly, fairly interesting. Oh, thank you.
3: <laughs> Perfect,
0: yeah. um, mm. So last episode, Ger and I talked about all the pros and cons of relationships with medics. So, mm. you know, the sort of the endless medic chat plus classing, clashing rotors, plus the mutual emotional baggage from work versus, you know, the fun side, you know, the common understanding and the fun slash nice qualities of someone who wants to take care of people for a living. You know, there's, there's good sides and bad sides. But what about trying out some, you know, first dates with other doctors? So, I, so Dipesh Gopal, he's in his fourth year of training to be a GP or family doctor. Um, and he's been dating since he finished foundation years. And he... Gave us one of his awkward stories. Here it is. Yeah, doctors are always in a close knit environment. I think we all
5: talk about, you know, you're only six degrees of separation from anyone. In doctors, it's literally like one, or maybe like half a degree, because everyone knows everyone all the time. So yeah, there was this, there was this someone um, I, I was attracted to, um, and I was on hospital placement at the time. My friend, my friend was on the same firm as this person. So I asked my friend, I said, "Who's this? Who's this person? I think." I've seen you guys on ward ramp together. Who is this person? I'd quite like to meet her. She said, oh, we're going to Firm, Firm Drinks, and I introduced you. So I said, okay, fine, great. So I introduced to this person, and quite boldly, uncharacteristically, which I probably haven't done in a while and probably am not entirely sure I'd do again, in the middle of sort of Firm Drinks and pretty much like the end of the table in the firm, I said, I don't know how loudly, but it's that awkward moment when everyone falls silent and then you're the only voice that's sounding, and that was me, and I was like, can I have your number? <laughs> when when we were talking, and I was like, oh my God, did everyone just hear that? And yes, yeah, it did happen. And then, yeah, I got her number, um, and then that, I think that weekend I said, oh hey, it was nice to meet you, uh, do you want to go out for a drink, um, or do you want to go out for a coffee? And then she sort of replied and like, no, um, I'm not really seeing anyone, dun-dun-dun. and then, lo and behold, literally, guess who I see, guess who's clerking together in A&E, other different specialty children, different specialties. We're both clerking on Monday, guess who I see again on Tuesday, guess who I see again on Wednesday, guess who I see again on Thursday. So we're clarking the whole time in A&E for the whole of this week, seeing exactly the same person. And it, I think it, it wasn't that awkward for me, I think but I think she was worried that it was going to be really awkward. Thankfully, I didn't have to like refer to a team, um, <laughs> which, or to her, for that matter. Um, and then, like, a few months later, I was in general practice. So I was back in my GP practice um, as a registrar. And guess who's on GP placement, this person again. So <laughs> I'm spending, like, three or four months seeing this person intermittently, not dating, but actually running into them, having interactions with this person, which was fine. Um, but, yeah, be aware. I think the moral of the story is that you shouldn't poo where you eat, I guess.
0: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and uh, medicine is yeah, a really small world. So, yeah, um, just beware <laughs> about how you leave things. <laughs> okay? <laughs> that would be the, the, uh, that's my only advice, I guess.
1: Reliving the disappointment over and over again every time he saw it. <laughs> oh, I know, so tragic. So, you can just feel so, like <laughs> the interaction between the two. Like, you walk into the room, you uh... walk out again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's
0: so sad. Anyway, it's like that well-known saying again. Came up again. In so, TV. how true? How true is this?
1: Um, in my experience, like, and in my hospital, I haven't seen too much of it. And I guess also. That has something to do with a lot of the medics I know being in long-term relationships, and so there isn't that much happening. But I feel like when it does happen, it's almost worse because so many people are in relationships, and so you're the only gossip that's going Mm. on,
4: and then everybody knows about it.
1: Um, So, yeah, I think you do run the risk of that spreading. I mean, gossip spreads like wildfire in the hospital. Yeah. And then then there's also the question of like how it might compromise the way you work together in teams. Yeah, exactly. Um, And that is coming back to that point of professionalism. Like you cannot take your personal life to work ever. I think it's really important that you don't ever jeopardize patient safety. And that doesn't mean that you have to sit together at lunch. But like (laughs) if you are referring to like you said, I thankfully I didn't have to refer to her. But even if you are. You've got to do that professionally and she's got to accept that referral based on the merit of it rather yeah. than, yeah. oh, I didn't really want to hear your voice today. <laughs> so. well, I think
3: what he said, just leave it on good terms. Yeah. 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 You need to do that because yeah. even though you shouldn't take your personal life to work, if you've left on yeah. bad terms, you've got to take your personal yeah, life Yeah, and work. I think
1: because six degrees of separation, there's a likelihood that you're going to know each other as registrars. You'll see each other again as consultants you might have to work together in the yeah. same hospital. Like, you might not be able to leave it behind, so you've kind of just got to roll with it, really. I mean, it
0: kind of comes down to what we often say in this podcast, which is just, you know, don't be a dick. Just
1: <laughs> The goes. moral of every story. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right, we're going to hear some more awkward stories, but can I just take a moment to say how much I appreciate every single Sharp Scratch listener? So just bear with me whilst I go over the details of the little thank you gift from Sharp Scratch on Examination. So if you've not heard of it, On Examination is a question bank for medical exams. Uh, And I'm about to go back to university and I tell you, I'm going to go straight back to my strategy of basing all my revision on exam questions. And I'm going into fifth year, but I do wish I'd known sooner that On Examination has tailored question banks for the first three years of med school too. Um, And hey, now On Examination is giving all of us a special sharp scratch discount of 15%. So all first years listening, at the end of this year, you could get the specific question bank for first-year med students for three months, and you'll pay 8 50 instead of 10 quid. And the same goes for all student exams, plus the MRCP. So head to the student section of onexamination.com, select your exam, and enter Sharp Scratch at the checkout for a 15% discount. That's 15% off on examination with a promo code of SHARPSCRATCH. All caps, no spaces. Thanks for listening. So we heard from Dipesh that you need to take care with the hearts of the people that you work with. But is anyone off limits when it comes to your colleagues? So I went to the Royal College of Psychiatrists um, International Congress in July and I met a first year doctor there, um, although she'll be a second year now, uh, called Amy. And she has some thoughts on this. So I whipped out my phone there and then Mm -hmm. and recorded what she had to say because I wanted to share it with you guys.
6: I have definitely had some romantic encounters with other doctors in the hospital, yes. Um, <laughs> I think it's kind of unavoidable. You're surrounded by intelligent, interesting people who are driven and have similar ideals to you. Um, so you're bound to connect with people. You're all in a similar position. And yeah, there's definitely been some, some drama. A couple of friends of mine have been... Um, in sort of um, relationships with people who are quite a lot more senior than them, so, say, registrars, for example. And there is a bit of um, a culture of that, and it's quite controversial because some people frown upon it and think that, you know, there's a power dynamic there. But the, these friends of mine are like really strong, confident women, and I actually think it's completely fine. But sometimes it's almost quite difficult to date up the hierarchy, so to speak, because people will think that, you know, people might frown upon it slightly. Mm-hmm. Which can be quite hard, actually. Well, the assumptions uh, around dating up and down this this sort of hierarchy, I guess, is that, um, you know, this senior doctor might be taking advantage of you or... it's the usual kind of stuff there's age gap type things but it's accentuated within medicine because there is such a clear cut hierarchy and there's also the idea that someone who's above you is in like a teaching role or a supervisory role so it can in a way be quite restrictive because if you do meet somebody who is say a registrar or even a consultant um you're almost limited, a little bit more limited than you would be in other workplaces because there is such a cu- culture of professionalism in medicine um, and kind of a culture of mentorship as well. I don't think it's unprofessional if the two of you are, you know, mature adults who can genuinely connect. But I think that it certainly can be tricky because there can be some eyebrow raising in people around you. But as long as you're strong enough to, to deal with that and shake it off, I think, you know, it, it's, it's tricky.
1: So what do you think, Volker? Um, quite a few interesting points, actually, raised. I think it's quite interesting that she said that the people I know who've done it are strong, independent women who aren't phased by that situation. And I think yeah. it's always interesting that we look at that divide by gender and we always assume that it is a girl who's dating somebody who's higher up in the in the hierarchy. Mm. And I actually have quite a few friends who are male who are doctors who have dated registrars or even consultants who are women. And actually, from what I've seen, they are like in real stable relationships, um, despite being at very different places. um, I think it's difficult as a junior doctor, to date somebody higher up than you because, especially for me, like I don't know where I'm going to be in a couple of years. I'm doing my F1, F2 in London, but I might not be later. And if someone else is doing a surgical rotation here, it's going to be really difficult to maintain. Mm. Um, Having said that, yes, I do think that there is this element of, ooh, taboo about it because they technically especially if it's your registrar or your consultant they Mm. should be mentoring you You, Mm. if they're your supervisor you're having meetings with them and stuff like that but at the same time like Amy said if you are to mature adults who do get along and you do have a connection and there's nothing else there then yeah. I mean like it's, it's
0: probably worth pointing out that Amy's also a grad student right so yeah you know that yeah. like yeah. people who do medicine as a second degree or come to a medical career like a lot later in life yeah. could well be the same age as their registrars and consultants and that is a yeah. complete different dynamic you know they'll have so much more in common than um a, you know junior doctor who's like Declan who's you're like 23 24 25? I'm pretty Twenty-five. I'm you. Are you older yeah. than me, Declan? Oh, honestly, honestly. I, honestly I'm, yeah. sure I'm sure I've heard that before, but I feel like yeah, I'm surprised don't every don't single time. Me. <laughs> 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 yeah, so like that's going to be such a bigger age difference between you and a consultant than it would be for someone who's done medicine as a second degree, which makes it completely different, right?
1: Yeah, and I think it's a lot of it has to do with maturity as well. Mm. I mean. I have um, a funny story about this actually one of my friends uh, was a third year medical student and she dated a CT2 plastic CT2 and she said oh I never really like vibed with the dates they were a bit bizarre so we had a few and then I kind of called it off um, and he texted her saying oh would you mind just, you know, giving me some feedback on what I did I wrong? See. There's a strong culture of mentorship, strong, strong culture of, mentorship. of feedback, just for my own learning. Would <laughs> oh you mind God. just telling me? And then you can reflect on it and put <laughs> yeah, it in exactly, as appraisal. Exactly. Exactly. for my portfolio. As long as it's not awkward after, it's all fine, isn't it?
0: So, on the subject of what's okay and what's not okay, Mm -hmm. Declan, could you read this out for me? It's from the General Medical Council, which is the official register of doctors in the UK, and that that organisation sets the standards for being on the register. And this is one of their guidance documents, maintaining a professional boundary between you and your patient.
3: You (laughs) must not use your professional position to pursue a sexual or improper emotional relationship with a patient or someone close to them.
0: So, Declan... Obviously, no patients, alright? Don't date patients, that's the rule. Obviously, I feel like that's quite a quite a solid rule. Quite a solid one, alright. But, but Declan, mm. what if the patient's relative is, you know, really cute? Is that okay?
3: No, <laughs> I don't think I would still avoid it, <laughs> no matter how cute they are.
0: What if it's someone that you saw when you were a med student in the emergency department, and now you're a junior doctor, and you're matching with them on Tinder?
3: I mean, still, I would probably swipe left. Um, what, what
0: what does that mean? Is that reject right? Oh, yeah. So, that's yeah, well, that's what, reject.
1: What does that mean? <laughs> I thought you didn't have to. Just for all those uh, novices <laughs> out there.
3: No, I would I would avoid, yeah, I would avoid that. Mm. I mean, it, get, it gets more difficult, really, doesn't it? Because the GMC also says, like, there's no time Limit between like when they're a patient to when you can have a relationship with someone, for example, if you meet them on a night out or something mm. like that. I don't know, it's very difficult, but I think I would just avoid that.
0: What about what about what about if it's the other way around? What about if it's someone that you have a fling with, yeah? Oh, but then a few weeks later they oh. show up in your emergency department.
3: I would probably <laughs> speak to my senior. <laughs> <laughs> and get some advice and try to get another F1 to see them <laughs> while I hide behind the corner.
0: <laughs> so um so the full GMC document about maintaining boundaries does make all this stuff a bit clearer, but like not to put you down or anything, Declan, but reading that document doesn't actually make you an expert. So okay. I did actually go to a to a proper expert. I went to speak to our old friend Rob Hendry at Medical Protection, um just to make sure we're on the right tracks. Um so You might remember him, he was on episode 7, Making Your First Mistakes. Well, here he is again on the medical legal rules of dating. The people who
3: take an interest in this, I suppose, are the regulators of the General Medical Council. And where they would be coming from is they put a lot of emphasis on the importance of
2: maintaining trust with the profession. And they say that it's really important that doctors show respect for patients. So where they would be concerned
3: was if there was any suggestion that a doctor had misused their professional position uh, in order to put pressure on a patient or indeed somebody close to them uh, who might be considered vulnerable in some way to engage in an intimate uh, relationship.
0: So pretty clear there, huh?
3: Yeah, thank you for clarifying it.
0: <laughs> yeah, so just no patients. It's good solid good solid rule to go with, but there's some you know, just make sure they're not being vulnerable, no exploitation. So yeah, Declan, do you reckon like obviously you're not in a position to now, but you know, would you find it weird to date a medical student when you just started your your first year of being a doctor?
3: I wouldn't personally find it too wrong. I mean yeah, I know me neither, like as it's not, as, as an F one, I don't think you have a huge amount of responsibility for medical students you don't have Mm. a huge amount of influence for them like was kind of previously mentioned i think it's once you can control or influence someone's career yeah once you get higher up i think that's really when when the issues kind of come
0: yeah yeah. Yeah, i think it can be legit
3: yeah there's med students older than me so yeah that's true Um.
0: that's true So, Declan, what would you say is the key lesson you've learned today? Not not for you, because you've ruined everything by getting into a relationship. <laughs> I'm sorry. But maybe for Raihan, who'll probably be listening now.
3: Yeah, who definitely needs it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think the most important thing that's came through this entire podcast is if you're going to take multiple people on a date, try not to go at the same place. Um, <laughs> as the waiters will definitely know who you are.
0: <laughs> there you go, Raihan, you heard it here. <laughs> Um, and as for me, I think for me the biggest lesson today is just be careful with your colleagues' hearts. I mean, I've, I know I've said that like three <laughs> times, but don't be a dick. <laughs> don't be a dick. <laughs> don't be, don't a be a dick. dick. Sharp scratcher's favourite lesson. <laughs> <laughs> Um and Volker. So mm. talking to all these doctors who've gotten in touch with their embarrassing stories, mm-hmm. I've been getting mixed signals about whether it's all worth it. So Alyssa, <laughs> who we who we heard from first, told me it was a great way to meet people, especially when you go into a new city. Yeah. But then Dipesh, you know, who had that terrible story of just bumping into someone who rejected him again and again and again. <laughs> he said that he didn't want to try for romance whilst he was in his first couple of years been a doctor because he knew that he'd yeah. have to move around so much so you know there's all the awkward possibilities that we've talked about so what do you think is it worth dating whilst you're a first year doctor
1: I think it's definitely worth dating I think throughout med school all my friends were in relationships, now most of my friends are in relationships and it's quite difficult being like the only single one in your group and I think especially in medicine there's this kind of feeling that you need to have all of your stuff together like you should know what you want to do and you should be in a relationship and everyone's kind of gunning towards that it's okay to not know what you want Um, it's okay to just date without the agenda of being in a relationship it is a great way to get to know the place that you're going um don't do what i did pick different places (laughs) use it as an excuse to like go and try out that mini golf place that you haven't tried before Mini golf. that's exactly like go go do fun stuff especially in london there's loads of things to do so um don't let it become a chore if you're exhausted take a night off you don't have to go on a date (laughs) um (laughs) But, yeah, just have fun with it. I think it's definitely worth doing. Um, and if nothing else, you'll have a bunch of embarrassing stories to, and who knows, you <laughs> to get, talk about on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, you to <laughs> get invited onto a podcast. Listen. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's all from us on Sharp Scratch today. If you'd like to hear more from us, then subscribe to Sharp Scratch wherever you get your podcasts, and in two weeks' time, you'll get our next episode straight to your phone. And while you wait for the next episode, do check us out on social media. We're BMJ Student on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. And let us know what you think about the podcast using the hashtag Sharp Scratch, because we'd just love to hear about your ideas for what we should cover later on in the season. And it's also super helpful to us if you could leave a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, because it really does help other med students find the show. Next time, we'll be answering the question, how sick is sick enough to call in sick? Until then, goodbye from me. Goodbye from me. And goodbye from me.